Good afternoon and welcome back to Yes Functional Longevity Podcast. We give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Hi, my name is Chris Border, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness, coming to you live down here at Yes Fitness. First, I want to thank you for taking the time from your day. It's a busy day to listen to what I have to say. Today's, a, I think, a pretty interesting topic. Um, but before we get started, you can always get the show notes to any of our broadcasts at yesfitnessct.com. Just scroll all the way down to the bottom, find the podcast link, head over to that podcast, and we can get you the transcript from any of our today's podcasts or any of our previous ones. And you can also find our podcast um, most any place where you listen to a podcast like Spotify and things like that. I don't have any... <laughs> Um, I don't have any housekeeping today, so we are just going to get right into today's topic, which is never make the mistake your trainer made if you want amazing results. So even the trainer can make mistakes. So, and I made the mistake here, and I, I want to give you some warning. So hopefully you don't make the same mistake when you're trying to get the results that you deserve, the results that you work for. So if you don't know, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory here. Uh, a little over, almost um, one, two, a couple of years ago, I decided that I was working out a lot and I was going to really train with more of a purpose rather than just longevity. I wanted to train that I was going to try to race and not 5Ks or anything like that. It was short distance stuff. So I decided I was just going to jump on board and take my shot at the Masters Games. If you don't know what the Masters Games are, it's kind of Olympics for older people. You compete against just people in your age group. So I competed against people between 60 and 64 years old. There's national games. There's all kinds of sports, volleyball, basketball, softball, the whole nine yards, track events, just like the Olympics. Go up on stage if you want a medal, which I hadn't done yet. Um, so this was uh, November. I don't want to remember what year. The year before COVID hit. And the race was supposed to be that Memorial Day weekend, that time of frame. And the race was put off to the fall because of uh, COVID. And then when the fall came around, it was put off again until last May. And I ran that race. And I was pretty serious about it. I had worked with the track coach, sprint coach over at Central Connecticut State University, Coach Dumfrey. She helped me with my start. I went out and purchased uh, blocks. I got spikes. I really thought I was doing what I needed to do. I'm pretty fit for my age. I thought I was pretty fast. So I ran that race. And first race I ever ran my whole life. The only other race I ever ran was with three of my friends back in middle school to get the four by 100 record for our middle school at the time. Pretty fast guys. I think it was Walter Shack, Paul Moncuse, and Keith Pulver with the guys that were on my team. I can't remember whether they got the, uh, the record or not, but I was always fast. Never the fastest guy, but I was always fast. So again, I thought I would just take it out, see what I had. So in that race last year, I came in eighth out of 16 in the 100 meters. I ran the 50 meters and the 100 meters. And 
50 meters, I ran in 8.2 seconds. The guy who won the race ran in 7.2 seconds. So I wasn't too far off, really. I forget really where I placed in that. And then in the 100 meter, uh, there were 16 people. I placed eighth at a time of 15.47 seconds. So I ran 100 meters in 15.47 seconds. And the winner of the race ran in about two seconds faster, about 13.4, 13.5 seconds, somewhere around that that time frame right there. And the gentleman that won that race I saw again this year, he actually was 64 when he won last year. So I said to myself, okay, for and dock off about a second to be able to qualify for the nationals. So I said, okay, let's give this a shot. So I trained. I trained for a full year. In mid-November, I went out and purchased something that's called a dash timer. So what a dash timer does is it's going to be able to, like, give me, it's going to time for me, basically the distance that I wanted to time me. So I took some running start times, some flying starts for 10 meters, 20 meters, 30 meters, or 40 meters. That means I'm going to get up to full speed about five meters before the distance I'm going to run or time and, and see how well I can do that. So I would do three tries at it and took the average. So I'd get going and time myself for 10 meters three times. And I didn't do all this in one day because when honestly, you know, 15 or 20 sprints, I'd be pretty tired and would not reflect really what my speed would be as I got to the longer distances. So I did this over a few weekends in October, around October time and <clears throat> tracked them, tried to figure out what I needed to improve, uh, to work on through the, the winter and pretty successful, although I couldn't really run outdoors in winter much because of the cold weather. Uh, I did some treadmill work, and I continued to lift. And I designed a program. I worked with some people, talked to Alan Cosgrove a little bit about this, and came up with the program that I thought I needed to follow. In springtime, continued to follow that program. Felt pretty good. Felt like I was getting faster. I improved. Felt like I improved and got to the race this past Saturday, two Saturdays ago, went for the race. And again, it's really the second time I've really been to a race like this. Got there about nine o'clock. So the race was supposed to start, the field event, so the track event was supposed to start at 10.30, but I didn't realize this was like a combined meet. So we had the senior games and some type of other track meet going on at the same time. So there's kids of all ages, little kids, all ages running. So the events were supposed to start at 1030. So I got there about nine, did my warm up from about 915 to 1015, got really loose. I have a tendency to do better the more warmed up I am. So I do warm up for, for a long period of time. It's hot out. I don't know if you remember a couple of Saturdays ago, it was pretty hot out. And I didn't get to race until 2.30. It's four hours past my warm-up time period. So for the for that time frame, that four hours between 10.30 and 2.30, I tried to stay warm. I didn't really feel like I fatigued myself, but 
if you stand around in your 60s, your back starts to get a little sore. Or, or if you're sitting around, you get a little tight, things tighten up. So I, I spent four hours of kind of loosening up and hanging out, loosening up and hanging out. And no excuse for my performance. I mean, everyone had to do this. So set up, got on my blocks. A little bit different this year. I was running against some guys who weren't in my age group. And bang, took off. And in about 15 meters, I got my head up and I looked. And I was already behind four guys by a significant amount of distance. They just can start better than I can start. They've been doing this for a long time. And I did my darndest to try to catch them. And I did not catch them. So this year, I ended up, I believe, fourth or fifth out of nine, eight or nine. So again, about 50% range. Everyone that beat me ran into 13 second range. I ran it in 15.36. 15.36. Last year, I ran in 15.47. So I did improve. But I only improved 0.11 seconds, 11 hundredths of a second. That's not very much time for training for a full year. For a full year, I trained. And I did not miss very many workouts. I got my strength in a couple of times a week. I got my run two, three days a week, got my recovery workouts in, all that stuff. So it was a little discouraging that I had only improved 0.11 seconds. Nowhere's near what I wanted to improve. I wanted thought I could take at least a second off by just following a different strength program, different running program. And, and I didn't. Whether I continue to race or not, I don't know. I think I don't think there's the love in it that I would need to make the improvements to be able to qualify. That's a lot of training for 15 seconds. Now, maybe I could run to 50 meters well, so there's another eight seconds. Maybe I could run to 200 meters, so there's, you know, 30 seconds. So it's a lot of training for maybe a total of one minute of racing. I think I'm more in line with a sport where there's some competition to it, some back and forth, some game to the, to the sport, not just a straight 15-second um, race and then that's it. I did speak to some of the guys that were there that do this, done this for a long time. And especially one of the guys that um, that's actually good, Stephen Gold, and he said, "You know what, Chris, you're in a perfect, perfect age. You're 63. You're training for a year or two. You'll be into the next age group, 65, and you'll be able to really compete." Because he felt from what he saw for me, you know, fit. I mean, the guys were beating me that braces on their legs. They didn't look athletic at all. Didn't look like he had any kind of muscle tone, yet they kicked the snot out of me. Um, and he said, "You know, you can you can get your time down if you if you work at it with some proper training. You can get your time down. You'll be very competitive." But I'm not quite sure I have the love for the sport to be able to do that. But going back to what this is all about, the mistake that I made was I didn't measure. I didn't measure and adapt. I didn't measure and adjust. So when I took those original uh, flying starts, and I did some long jump as well to see how explosive I am, how powerful I am. So I did some long jump instead of some high jump. So just a standing long jump, stand in one place, jump as far as I possibly can and measure that. 
but I never remeasured. That's where my mistake was. I never remeasured. So when I did those times at the beginning of the fall, mid-October, I really should have made it a point to try to get some times going into the winter. The, the, one of the issues with the timing system is it's not the most expensive one. It, it's it's got to be kind of, can't be really windy out. So I never really hit a time where um, I had a weekend where I had a couple of hours where I could get set up, get warmed up, get my runs in because I need time in between each sprint to make sure that I'm completely recovered. So then coming out of the winter, the same thing happened. Early spring, I should have retimed. I should have remeasured. This way I could tell whether what I was doing was working or not. And then it got mid-spring, early April, and I didn't do it because I didn't want to psych myself out. I didn't want to get the times and, and see that I wasn't faster because then I would just, who knows, have a meltdown, freak out, try to make changes, make to work too hard, whatever it might be. I don't know because I didn't experience it. I don't know what I would have done, but I never remeasured. So just like this goes to any program that you're in, anything you're trying to accomplish, you need to assess, measure, and then reassess. And that's what I didn't do. That was my mistake. I didn't reassess. So for example, when you come into our facility, we do our screening, we do our FMS, a functional movement screen. We see how well you move. If there's a movement pattern that doesn't move well, we fix that movement pattern. We reassess to make sure what we're doing is working. And we move on to the next movement pattern. If you have another movement pattern, it doesn't work. Until we have all the movement patterns fixed or to a point where we can load the body safely and get results. When you first come in our door, we put you on an in-body scan. So we get the body composition. We see how much lean mass you have compared to fat. And if you want to have body composition done, if you want to come in and use our in-body scale, it's an $8,000 body comp machine, so it's extremely accurate. We charge $25 to do that, so you're welcome to come in and, and get an in-body scan for $25. Bucks. But we do that on all our coach, pardon me, we do that on all our members every time they come in the door, whether they're looking for fat loss or not, because they want, want to be gain muscle. I don't know. But we want to make sure whatever we're doing is working. So then we will, for those people who are serious about getting some results, we will do an in-body scan every month to make sure that what we're doing is working. So that's where my mistake was. That's where I dropped the ball was I started with this screening. I did my assessment and I never reassessed. So by not reassessing, I never knew whether what I was doing was working or not working. And obviously it didn't work. I only increased my speed by one 0.11 seconds or 11 hundredths of a second. It's not much after training for a full year in a program that I thought was working, a program I thought was right. So whether you, you know, whether you're doing a functional movement screen and figuring out whether you're moving well, or if you're home, you can just look in the mirror, see how well you're squatting and see how well you're squatting again a month from now, whether you're starting with 10 pounds and now you're up to 15 pounds. If you don't, can't do body composition, you take some, some measurements on your waist, your hips, your thighs, somewhere where you can get an exact measurement again, where you can duplicate it, replicate what you were doing. You always need to be measuring if you're really serious about trying to get results so that you can tell whether it's working. What you're doing is working because if you're not getting the results you're looking for, you don't wait a whole year before you find out and say, oh, what I was doing didn't work. So that's the mistake I made. I hope 
it gives you some insights so that you don't make the same type of mistake. Measure, assess, reassess, remeasure, adjust what you need to do to get the results you're looking for. I hope this is helpful. You can look for more information from us. And I want to thank you again for watching because um, some people think the training is going to make mistakes, and I thought we knew what I was doing, but I didn't. Next time, we won't make that same mistake. So you guys have a great evening. Thanks for watching. And you can get more information from us next week on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Have a great evening.